It's time for the KHNS Local News. I'm Alan de Provenil. Today in the news, first aid class for cats and dogs. Fifteen people and their stuffed animals gathered in a room at the Haynes High School last Saturday for a class offered through the local animal shelter. They learned some important techniques for keeping their pets safe in an emergency. The class, CPR for Dogs and Cats, is part of a series hosted by the Haynes Animal Rescue Kennel as a fundraiser. Close to 30 people attended both online and in person. Amy D'Andrea instructed the class from her home in Las Vegas over a Zoom link, and after the standard disclaimer pointing out the course material is no substitute for veterinary care, she focused participants' attention with one statistic. One out of four more pets would survive a medical emergency if just one first aid technique was applied before they reach a veterinarian, according to the American Animal Hospital Association. DeAndrea had a long career as a veterinary technician and 12 years ago started her company, Pet Emergency Education. What I saw when I was a veterinary technician was a lot of animals that came in that unfortunately would die because no one knew what to do prior to getting to the veterinary hospital. And so I wanted to teach people some skills that they could use if their animal does get hurt, does become ill, does become injured, and that way they can keep them alive or keep them from getting worse until they can get to a place where they can receive veterinary care. DeAndrea now offers first aid classes for horses, livestock, exotic pets like snakes, lizards, and birds, and a wilderness first aid for dogs class. Her skills and calling have often put her in interesting situations. She recalls riding horses with friends in the desert outside Las Vegas. We saw a horse that was running with a saddle on it, but there was no rider. There was nobody with it. And unfortunately, the horse had sustained some pretty bad injuries we could see. DeAndrea and her friends were able to catch the horse and assess the injuries. We had this animal that needed medical attention, but we had no idea where the owner was. But we were able to get the horse to a trailer and then to a veterinary clinic to help it. And we found out afterwards that the horse had pooped or or had had an issue where then um, the owner fell off. That was a weird day for us. And thankfully, we were there in the right place at the right time. As the class starts... Students learn first about prevention. The most common pet emergency is poisoning. Students are advised to keep harmful chemicals out of the reach of pets. They also received other helpful tips. Baby gates can prevent old dogs from falling downstairs. Cats often get electrocuted, so checking cords for chew marks will indicate whether the cord should be wrapped with chew-proof tape or sprayed with a deterrent. The discussion moves on to restraining an animal for transport. Students get hold of their stuffed animals and practice scruffing cats, holding them by the skin of the neck, and learn to move a large dog as a team. The rule for injured animals is to keep a straight line from nose to tail to avoid damaging the spine. Then there is a lecture on muzzles. Don't use them on a pet who may need to throw up. And burns, and some instructions on what to do if your pet appears to be choking. As I mentioned, you hit them four times, whether it be back back blows, you hit them four times in the back, or abdominal thrust, you pull up four times, and then you recheck the airway to see if the object came up, because it's not like the movies, where you do the Heimlich maneuver, the hot dog projects across the restaurant, that rarely happens in animals, usually what happens is the object moves up into the airway, into the mouth, and you still need to go in and get it out. The class ends with CPR, 
The technique will vary with the size of the animal. The heart can be found in slightly different places depending on body shape. D'Andrea explains how to check for breathing and how to find the pulse from the large blood vessel at the groin. Students go from one stuffed animal to the next, practicing chest compressions and mouth-to-snout breathing. For that last one, blow through the nose, keeping in mind the difference in lung size. After three hours packed with information, the students have earned a certificate and return home to their furry friends a little more prepared for an emergency. That's it for the KHNS Local News. I'm Alan de Premenil. You can find these stories and learn how to access the KHNS News as a podcast at khns.org news. This is KHNS, Haynes, Skagway, and Clockwise.